G'day and welcome back to episode two of I Want to Hear You Slowly, a pocket rocket podcast on Australia's political situation by those with a vested interest. And once again, I am joined by Jonah Hickasaurus Rex Hickey in the upstairs bedroom. <laughs> Mr. H. Potter, the upstairs bedroom. <laughs> for di- uh, was it what, Privet Drive? Four? Four Privet Drive. Four Privet Drive. They're my letters! <laughs> They're my letters! Let go of me! <laughs> Uh, thanks, Patty. Um, I'm happy to say that the podcast has also gotten a <coughs> ding, 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 sponsor. We're sponsored by Hungry Jacks. Get yeah. Your Rebel Whopper. No, we're not. We, <laughs> sure. Sure. But we've um, we've actually got a new editor we by do. the name of James Erickson, Jerickson. who probably won't know that he's our new editor until yeah. he listens to this. But James, hey, what's up? Surprise, bro. Thanks, Merry Christmas. Thanks, thanks for editing. I tried to call you, but you didn't call me back. Yeah. So Cop really, that. Yeah. It's okay, we, we, we've cooked up a little yeah. surprise of our own food. Yeah. food, but you'll have to stick around to later yeah. in the podcast. Exactly. That should fix our attention. Well, anyway, uni's, uni's back. Uni's back, ladies yeah. and gents. Uni's, second, second Happy year to uni. report. And after my first class in an arts degree, I can finally figure out why that Scott Morrison has in fact raised, <laughs> <laughs> raised the cost of that two-hour lecture today. It was very definitely the most pointless fucking thing I've ever done in my life. Yeah. yeah. Well, when we think about our research questions, like sometimes when we research, we actually figure out the question before we look for an answer. Like, that was a 45-minute discussion. Yeah, man. Out of two yeah. hours of that tutorial, I, like, I was, whoa. I, I, I actually can't, but like, I, I'm glad that that is not taxpayer funded. Yeah, no, I think, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wish it were. We're, we're, <laughs> you know, you know, we're, we're not. We, we just made it past the um, the arts degree um, inflation extravaganza. Mm. So we're only we're paying the eight grand for it. But sometimes you feel like you should be paying sixteen grand. You're like, no, this is fucked. Yeah, no, why? Why I, are we doing yeah, this? This, this gives me nothing. I would. I would feel. I would feel a lot worse about my future if I was paying double. Oh yeah. Double what it is. We're ve- we're very lucky that we graduated the year yeah. we did. Speaking of graduating, two thousand and nineteen. I wanted today to talk about how high school shapes you and yeah. your opinions. Yes. Because I have been kept up at night thinking about. What my English teacher in year 12 told me at parent-teacher interviews, who I actually think listens to this. So, hi. Hey. Hey. hey, hey how you doing? Hey. I'm not going to name you Mr. for privacy purposes. Mr. CM. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing? If you listen to this, send me a text. I want to yeah. know how you are. Hey. Well, anyway. Come on the podcast. He, in front of my mother and in <clears throat> at parent-teacher interviews in front of me and my mother, called me lazy. And yeah. to me... That's my, that's like my, that's my fucking trigger. Like, you know, when you, like, to offend someone, you attack what they value. Yep. And I value not being lazy. So there, it took a lot of me to just be like, I'll fucking kill you. I'll kill you. <laughs> to like, not like jump out at me. But he was right. He was, he was very right. I was very lazy. And I was like, fuck, I'm going to show this guy. I'm going to show you. I'm going to do so well in my U12 exam. You're going to be shocked at how non-lazy I am. And... I proved him right. I did shit. I did so badly in, in my final exam. I did, I did not do very well. I was, I was just thinking of, um, of Back to the Future, but your face is photoshopped on Michael J. Fox. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, Hickey? Yeah. You're but, lazy? Yeah, that's exactly it. Why did you yeah. say it? He's like, that's, that's my chicken. Uh, yeah. 
That is that is my chicken. If someone calls me lazy, I'm just like, nobody hey, calls no. me lazy, Biff. <laughs> Whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. Actually, we're getting trapped. And I think if he could see me now, I don't think I'm anywhere near as lazy. I think I've had a lot of personal growth. Yeah. During in twenty in twenty twenty and twenty twenty one, I'm a lot. More, I did I did really well in my uni in my uni yeah. courses last year. I did better in my uni courses just, than what I did in, drop it in. in English. It took a lot in. of work. Yeah. But anyway, I'm going back to my opinions and how they were shaped. In high school, because he did a lot of the shaping. I had that particular teacher yeah. for two years. He was a fucking yeah, excellent good teacher. Dude. Good dude. But my critique, not of him, he's just doing a job, but yeah. I remember the year 12 English oral. And I did mine. Well, I, think we, I think we actually did ours on the same thing. No, we thing. did the same thing, yeah. It was about the, <clears throat> the Annika Smethurst raids. Oh, no, hang on. Oh, no, I did that, and then I changed because... I was going about double the runtime speaking about Yeah. And That's what you get from a journalism degree, kids. <laughs> Before you even start it. I, okay, mm. I'm not trying to diss you here no, when I talk it. about journalism. Like, I think that I and the research that I followed and the guidance that I was given by the multiple English teachers that I spoke to was to go down the line of just like, yes, this attack on this News Corp employee is actually an attack on democracy because these are the people that are putting democracy in check, which... Yeah. To me is like from what I've learned now after reading books and studying a lot more. It's just like, yeah, I, f- I, f- I feel very like Im- embarrassed about that because it's just, I personally don't believe that to be the case. I don't proper journalism is, but that's journalism that's being silenced. People like Annika Smethurst yeah. who are put on fucking pedestals by the Herald Sun. Yeah. I don't think that's proper journalism personally, and I think that goes back to the propaganda model by Noam Chomsky. Yes, is that like. Like, am I wrong to think that, like, in, in high school, your opinions are kind of shaped on just what's most basic and what's right in front of you? Which I understand as well, because you're young, like, you have to, I want you have to learn you to just, somehow. Just, just for the, the, the good listener at home, can, mm. let's explain the propaganda model. The, 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 the propaganda model, well, it's a book called Manufacturing Consent by Noam Chomsky. Which, friend of the podcast. Yeah, friend of the podcast. Me and Noam, he's, he's, a, he's a lovely age of 94, yeah, I think, yeah. this year. Um, Still going strong. And he basically speaks about how journalism has been so commercialised and not actually creating news and they've basically be, become mouths for the elite. Yep. And they are what the elite want you to see. It's not proper journalism. For example, they will shine a lovely light on Scott Morrison and how well he's doing, just like, oh, that COVID. But when it comes to interviewing Anthony Albanese, what's the point yeah. of you? My, my personal... The best example would be, in, in my thinking recently, there was a, a, a report by a number of agencies about Scott Morrison finally doing something about Craig Kelly, which he didn't really. Mm, he, didn't, but he did nothing. He did nothing. <laughs> it, it didn't work and <laughs> fell flat in his face because that's who the leader of the country is these days. Mm. But every single news station ran with basically the same byline about Scott Morrison and the exact words were giving a dressing down to Craig Kelly <laughs> in his office. Every, every single news line used that. And it's probably because they were given the same package from the... 
the the media officer. I forgot. I forget the title. But you. you just... But they were given the same hand. <clears throat> it's not reporting. It's basically yeah, yeah. repackaging a press release. And you just know that if that was the Labor Party, it's like rogue backbencher. Yeah. Ray Kelly has gone absolutely. Joel Fitzgibbon. Yes, exactly. It goes back to the Joel Fitzgibbon case. It's it's the exact same thing over and over. They, they attack the op- You know when your news attacks the opposition more than they attack the government, something's up. Yeah, that's my that's that's my point of view. Something's okay. up if they attack the opposition more than what they attack the the uh, the government of the day. Yeah, but anyway, back, back to school. Back to school. <laughs> back to school, kids. <laughs> Sorry, um, it. I I. I think that school shaped me a lot because I I was not a very good student. At school, I was real like like. Do you remember in year eleven we basically did all the same subjects? Yeah, yeah. Jo- Jonah and I were full on. Like I think we both did legal and global yeah. year twelve subjects in year eleven. Yeah. And then the only difference between us in year twelve was I did a maths and I did his I did history. Yeah, you did history. That was it. Wasn't that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah legit. Oh um, no, you did English language and I did in year twelve. I did lit yeah. with you in year eleven though. Yeah. Um. But that, that was the only difference. Yeah. We basically did the same classes. And I remember... I don't excellent, wasn't it? It was, it was very fun. It's pretty boss. I, I do remember, though... I remember who said it. Someone in our cohort said this to me. I don't know if you were there. Yeah. You're like the discount version of Patty. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Because, like... And I was like, the reasoning behind it was that I did all the same subjects as you. But I was just a lot worse at them. Which is true. Um, it is no, no, no. Stop, stop. It's true. It's true. I was a bad. But that's student. how school works. Yeah, no. But yeah, but it's how school works. But it's my, it's my fault. I didn't fucking apply myself. I was too. Be- I was living a very hedonistic lifestyle in year eleven, yeah, twelve. Well, I, I, I wish I'd done the same. No, you don't. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, I think, yeah. I think I've applied myself now because I've, you know, I've learnt from my mistakes. Yeah. At at school, I think I think I think I've done that now, and I think I still think that you, you you are much smarter than I am. I think that though, I uh, do think. I'd that. think that our probably our uni results would be around the same mark though. I different 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 courses though. Yeah, but I I think school aids a type of learner, and mm. for me it was quite well framed because I do, I like reading um, even if it's not related to things that I'm interested in I like reading for pleasure just like fiction and shit like that mm. and if I have to write an essay and learn a structure I can do it um, fairly happily because I've always been a fan of reading and writing and that sort of comprehension stuff yeah. so I'm not saying that I just pissed through year 12 and I, like, I, I had to do a fair bit of uh, tail feather waggling to get mm. my ass into gear and what, what work was hard. What was your favourite subject? Um, probably drama, I think. Yeah. Just because you got to actually explore your own ideas. Yeah. Rather than parrot what was given to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which is your segue. Yeah. Yeah, I think... I think a critique of the school system... Well, it's not even a critique of the system. I don't really know how you can change this, but... I think you were totally, totally shaped by the political opinions of the teachers that teach you. Oh, big time. Like, I do think that a lot of students in one particular class, which I'm not going to name, mm-hmm. were very heavily influenced by one particular teacher. Yep. 
And I don't think that was very... Like... I don't think it does well for... Um, I don't think it does well for the student because I, I don't know how many of them would go on to do actual further further learning about the political system and yeah. how much they would actually... So, like, for example, like, I remember getting, like, some of that. I, I don't think I was as informed enough at the time to really disagree with what that particular teacher was saying. But yeah. I kind of was, like... Like, after I got my bearings and I started, <clears throat> like, chilling out a bit with, like, being a moron and going out every single <laughs> night, I, like, I started to read more. I started to learn more. I started to realise, like, whoa... Maybe not everything that's told to me is is gospel. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think I think that's an issue that I don't think a lot of people will really realize until they start to. Re- I'm not saying that everything that this particular teacher said is no, wrong. No. I fucking love that teacher. She was amazing, but I think I just think I just think it's a bit damaging. Yeah, I, I think I tend to agree, and I think it comes like the English role example is that they they give you guidelines. From which, like, not gone on, sorry. They give you um, topics from which to Can, choose. And you have to yeah. go through it. Sort and you, of and, you, and you, you Google it and you, you read all the articles that they've based it off of and you basically end up with the same opinion. And they say, you know, you, you debate for either side, but there's very few students who will do that apart from what's really what's suggested. Like, my... Well, and it, it happens from an, an early point, but there was one particular about, like, early... You'll probably remember this, you know, like, greyhound racing. And yeah. it was right... Right after that 7.30 mm. report where you would see, like, rabbits and possums basically, like, torn to bits alive by greyhounds in, like, live baiting exercise. So if you were going to disagree with the implied correct opinion there, you'd have to be, like... Yeah, it doesn't It doesn't give you a lot of no, it doesn't. freedom to... And that's, like, I'm not saying that I disagree. Like, I think I remember arguing that, you know, you should ban greyhound racing. And I reckon there were two students who went to the opposite. Um, one, one of them was one of my, one of the young men I, I most respect coming out of that school, but it's, it's, it's not so much like groupthink or like, like deigning what is the right opinion, but it's, it's hard, it's hard to do it at an early age, but like by year 12, you're thinking, I'd love to debate my own idea and, and be passionate about my own opinion. And yeah. write up my own thing and work on it rather than. <clears throat> so, do you do you believe that journalism mm. works for democracy or do you not? And if you don't, then yeah. you're denying the Afghan fire. Because yeah, exa- it's, exactly. It's kind of like for my what I kind of t- have taken away from my years back now is that like I'm not saying it's the fault of the teachers. I'm not saying that it's the fault of really anyone. I'm just kind of looking at it now with like a, a question mark. Yeah. In my mind, where it's just like, was I allowed pardon me would I have been allowed to go against the mould yeah and that's, like, and that's the big thing it's like freedom of determination because I think yeah. we've all probably reached a point from that cohort where things have happened and you've gone oh right okay mm. I, that's a bit different to what I was talking no well I think about it as like my English teacher said to me in year 12 like towards the end <clears throat> this poor man I put him through absolute fucking hell fuck that I fun. put him through absolute hell for two years I feel so bad like, I kind of want to apologise, but then I kind of don't, because I think it was really funny. <laughs> if you're listening, so, yeah, sir. Yeah, I'm, I'm sorry if you're listening, sir. I'm, I'm really sorry. Um, but he was saying, like, towards the end of year 12, something that I always remember is, like, you know, you're at that age now where you, like, you don't see me as your teacher. You see me as, insert yeah. first name here. You yeah. see, you don't see your parents as mum and dad. You see them as... Yeah, like... like Jen and... 
James. Me- like, I think, like, mentoring. And yeah. Like, and because young people are so... I hate I hate to use this expression, but it's it's literally like they're malleable, like the, the sponges that soak up everything you hear and, you, and mm. basically develops your own. And it comes coming to politics and coming in an, an election year, especially um, where everyone was probably voting for the first time. It was it was a really interesting environment, um, especially considering the electorate that we lived in. I voted well. because my mum and dad told me to vote for blank. Yeah. I heard a, I heard a lot of that. A lot, lot of that, and as and as you'd expect from the place we grew up, there's a lot of lot of small business owners. Yeah, um, in which I was a bit. Well, it led to some bloody interesting discussions at the down. Yeah, of course. Um, <laughs> but like, do do you, do you think school helped you with your personal growth? Like, oh, that's a good question. Like, like your own growth, your own goals, your own aims. Do you think school helped you? Do that. I, for me, I I'm incredibly lucky that I knew kind of what path I wanted to go down from an early age. <laughs> so hold on, does that say RMIT? It does. T E. Hashtag RMIT. Sorry, no, if you're okay. wor- if you're worried about the next generation of media people, you have every right to be so. Sorry, sorry, go on, go on. No, it's fine. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, look, speaking of RMIT, I always knew I wanted to like, like writing and stuff, like creative <clears throat> yeah. writing, you know, um, some sort of like creativity, but I always liked um, not shutting the fuck up. Mm. And that is an issue which haunts me to this day yeah. about my inability to turn off my, well, to connect my brain and my mouth sometimes. But that's a whole nother podcast. Mm. But um, I think it probably, it acted more as a... I think sort of scraping off the roughness, I think, of my, I'd say maybe opinions, personality. Mm. It made me less abrasive in high school, especially the high school we went to. Yeah. Um, it was more, because I knew where I wanted to go and I knew the path to get there and I was aware of that when I was in grade seven or year seven. Yeah. Um, the rest was just trying to get the work done. Um, I think, yeah, I think the cultural bit took, like, there was a few, there's a few things I actually think back to, especially around, I reckon, especially like masculinity. At school? Yeah. Where I'm like, fuck, that was, that's, that's messed up. Like, just the way that, that certain attitudes percolated within uh, our cohort, certain activities that were, like, like, even, I think back to like, even Deb, like, stuff like that. And like, remembering how... There was a boys' dance and a girls' dance, and the boys' dance was all pelvic thrusting, wearing sunglasses, and and a bit, yeah. bit, bit, a, bit, a, yeah. bit of shaking your bum, I a th- bit, I, bit risque. I, th- I, I, I do. I, I think Deb's a bit outdated. Personally. Oh, a but, bit. <laughs> but like, I think a lot, a lot of the students are so for it. They're yeah. fun, and like, it, it is, is, fun. is fun. It is like, fun, but it's yeah, it's a bit outdated. But it's a bit scary. Where do you think you're at now with your personal growth? Like, do you think I'm at? A, I don't know because there's there's things. Like I, I, I th- I'd like to think I have strong values and I'd like yeah. to think I have opinions that I stand by. But I also think that they're, that I probably don't do that as much as I'd like to. Yeah. And I've had instances where I haven't and that is evidence to me that there's still a long way to go for me. 
And I think that's that's partly for my reasoning for moving out is because independence, like. independence, and seeing what it does for me, and, yeah. and like being around a different crowd of people, being away from that sort of you know, you walk down High Street and you have four different conversations with four different yeah, people. Fuck, yeah, and like you know, you, you start a job. I don't, in the region. I don't miss that about the Rangers. Yeah. like you start a job in the region, and then you you, you meet this guy who's really nice, and then you realise that like his dad or. Um, it was your footy coach and it was like just little things like that where you're like oh there's history everywhere yeah. and I sort of want to forge my own thing yeah. because I feel like that's going to advance me a bit more I don't know how much school has to ask in that but I do, I do wish there was a little bit more of a, a focus on culture at, at school at school and like bringing up young people yeah. to, uh, like developing young people rather than Sort of let because some things went right and some attitudes like some some sort of dangerous stuff and like I even think back to like down ball in year twelve and some of the shit that, like some of the shit that was talked and yeah. the opinions that were flying around like I loved it when I was then like when I was then when I was there it was great fun great way to switch your brain off but I think back to some of the shit that I probably participated in and I did participate in where I'm like God I I really hope that no one recorded that mm. because. Oh, like talking absolute rot, like having no idea yeah. what I was saying. But if I listened back to it, I would cringe so hard that I'd be transported back to the dark ages <laughs> where Neanderthals who didn't have a proper idea of speech and of mm. culture who would have thought, oh, that's a bit full on. Yeah. Well, Settle down. Yeah, not good. Well, for me, like my, my growth at school was like, I was very loud and outgoing, very loud, outgoing, year seven and eight. Yeah. And then year nine and 10, I like, Dropped off the face of the planet. I think that's where, like, for me, <clears throat> that was a bit of a that was a bit of a downward spiral, man. Yeah. I my my grades plummeted, and they would they struggled to get back up. They struggled to get back up. My grades plummeted. I started doing some really fuck shit. Not 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 doing like good good stuff that I don't think really ended until halfway through year eleven. Yeah, and I think I remember those discussions. A lot actually. of. I personally think a lot of that is to do with my teachers and how much, like, I got a lot of support from a lot of my teachers. My year 10 English teacher mm. did a lot. Because I, I think my my development was more so, like, year 7, 8, 9, I was very, and even 5, 6, because we were there for that long. Yeah. I was quite, I went into myself a bit, I was quite, quite, quite bookish, quite academic, would focus on that line a bit more. Because I just didn't quite feel comfortable, and it was probably because of my my socioeconomic background was very different to the, the majority of my yeah. the cohort and my peers. But I think I started like skilling myself up socially year, year 10, 11, 12, going up. No, you did. Up. I remember that. But I think a lot of that was also that it was more wasn't more driven about my own personal development. It was more driven by a want to fit in and a want to have good memories to look back on mm. and that rush to be like say oh fuck I love school yeah yeah. which is I, I, I'd like to yeah, I think we all would like to think if I'd have just done that a little bit differently where would I be at for I, I completely get you I, there's a lot there's a lot a lot of things that I've changed about yeah. my growing up and I think like for me like after after all that like year 9 10 shit I literally like I did not give up about fitting in, I hated yeah. fucking everyone. Yeah, like I, like I yeah. don't do. You, if you, I wish I, I had that idea. I don't know if you. No, I don't know if you remember those days, man. No. I was like, I was pretty. Like, I kind of just like. I was just a bad kid. I was like, yeah. I don't know if you. I would. I would just like. Uh, 
do do just do dumb shit. I looked stupid. I remember, like, school captain. I do, I do like your old Facebook photos. <laughs> oh, I need to delete that. Oh no, man. I think that's one of the weird. I, I don't know why, but I was just like, because you had a shaved head at the time. Oh. And I commented like, "Where's your bald head?" Like just yeah, joking. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah. takes a fucking photo and puts it up. It's still no, there. Do you remember? Like, um, so good. Do you remember how? Like, okay. So for context, I sh- I I completely shaved my yeah. head. Like just like randomly. Yeah. Like out of the middle of nowhere. Do you want to know what? Mum comes up to me. She goes like, "Oh, Johnny, you need to do something about that hair. It's a bird's nest." And I was like, "Alright." Fucking fine. Cheese. I'll do something about my hair. And I shaved, like, just, I shaved the whole, whole thing. It was fucked. I can't believe it. it was the worst. But yeah, I think, like, like, I remember going for school captain. I was pretty upset that I didn't get it. But like, that's, that's another story. And now I look back on it and I'm just like, fucking, no shit you didn't get it, you idiot. <laughs> do you, like, do you, do you remember, like. I do. I do you remember, like, how I, how I drew, I just completely ignored the uniform rules. I so completely was, ignored the hair rules. Yeah, but that was you though. That like yeah, it was me. But it's like I, I understand why it's not the, what they want. The thing that you did, and I think the thing that I would say to was that you never compromised on yourself. Yeah, like you were always yourself, mm. and you didn't like you. You weren't. You weren't fake. You basically went, yeah, oh, this is who the fuck I am, mm. from a very early age, and that was, yeah. and that was something I think I, I definitely really admire about you. Oh, I wish I, I wish I did that. Like, fuck. I think, but anyway. Well, There's I, a lot. I I I think for me that was just like going through it's pretty fucked shit. Like younger, yeah. and it was kind of just like like I felt I felt like I like I lost everything, and I was just like I I just don't really care at this point. Like yeah, it's 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 good, but it's yeah. also bad. Like you feel like you, you you lose a sense of like that whole like trying to find out who you are because you just like it's it's not even the fact that I knew myself. It was more the fact that I was just like. That looks funny. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. I'm, I'm gonna wear yellow skis. <laughs> that looks funny. I do. Funny. I, if if it is something that's funny, I will do it. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, what we discussed last time: if something's funny versus something. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Well, um, what I do remember though about Year Twelve, and because it was interestingly enough, it was the time of the election. We were in Year Twelve. Yes. And yeah. we were being bombarded. With those fucking Clive Palmer ads, you remember I know. that? Yes. I remember, like, I didn't realize this. Like, I was, like I was watching something on YouTube. Yeah, I shouldn't yeah. have been doing that anyway in in Australian history. And yeah. I was trying. I was. I was like, it was like one of those non-skippable ads, and it was one of the Clive Palmer ones saying, "This, this runway, this airplane <laughs> runway in the middle of butt fuck nowhere, Western Australia has been taken over by the Chinese." For <laughs> perhaps not to be Clive Palmer. So racist. Yeah. And then, <laughs> no, but then I, like, I said under my breath. This is what I said under my breath. I didn't realize the teacher was standing right behind me when I said yeah. this. I was like, will this C word just fuck off? And he's like, yeah, harsh but fair, mate. God! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, again, harsh no, but fair. No names, but we, yeah. we like that play. Yeah, he's a fucking legend. He's um, a fucking... God, he, he, had some, he had some very interesting political... He, like, I remember, like, because like, in Australian history, obviously, you talk a lot about, like... Yeah. About the different PMs. That's where I learnt so much about John Curtin, the yes. excellent Labour leader from 1941 to 1945. Cursory Google search, yeah. dear listener. Please please do Google him. We will not Research about that man who yeah. is actually went to Mount Macedon Primary School, mm-hmm. if anyone was unaware. But um, he, I think he shaped a lot of my opinions. Yeah. 
he shaped a lot of my opinion. And that's the thing that I like. It's like there's a lot of like I, I can track back my opinions about about philosophy, about like I don't know, like even like religion and shit like that, mm. to like a handful of teachers, which is good. It's it's it's. I'm okay now. Halfway through this podcast, maybe I'm changing my tune. Now that we're talking about because like you always need a stimuli. You do like, you to, do need a stimuli to get those juices in your brain flowing. But there, I don't know if there's a way to really do it in a partisan way. Because there was, yeah. there was a lot of discussions, and I remember having these in about year 10 with teachers, where it was very much like, so, well, someone's definitely feeling especially Mark Latham this morning. Um, <laughs> someone's been watching Sky News After Dark. Um, oh, fuck. Which, which uh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll discuss okay, okay. this. Uh, Patreon or... No. Uh, <laughs> we're going to We're going to drop names on the Patreon. No. Patreon. Yeah, if you, if you ever request us to get a Patreon, please, no, please rethink. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it was just, there's a lot of things which, like, fuck. There was, there, geez, there was, there was a time where I was, I think it actually got to a point where maybe I watched a few of, you know, those, um, like, SGWs get destroyed by facts yeah, and logic, yeah, yeah, yeah. purely because of that. And that's, like, in complete yeah. juxtaposition of my political views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... It just shows how quickly, like, when you're, when you're young. Yeah, you can, you, when can you're really, you can really get trapped down a hole. Like, mm. I remember in year 12, we made one of our teachers so, so uncomfortable yeah. by playing a parody of Jordan Peterson. <laughs> but just, like, the... I oh know. But, like, the, just the thought of Jordan Peterson, like, really fucked with that teacher's mind. I was like, can you turn that off, please? Yeah. Could you please turn that off? I really do not like Jordan Peterson. And it wasn't yeah. even Jordan Peterson. It was just a parody. <laughs> but I'm just, just like... This one guy just going, clean your room! Yeah. <laughs> But I'm just like, make your bed! I'm kind of just like... He's still a very... Like, you may agree with Jordan Peterson, you may not agree with him, but I still think he's a very intelligent man. I think, he's, I think his discussions oh, should yeah. at least be... Dis- like, his, his talking points should at least be discussed, but... Yeah. I don't know. Um, what, do you, what do you reckon... What subjects do you reckon taught you the most at school? Oh, not politics and not legal, which is interesting. Really? I think the majority of like my like, genuine politics, politics stuff came from outside of school. Yeah. Or came from other classes. Same. But I think I learnt... Oh. oh, but could you not argue, though, that legal legal studies taught you about the processes? It taught me about process. I think like, it's, pure... What, yeah. Yeah, pure, like... I think that was very partisan. That was very good. Yeah. Um, the coursework was great. But, like, pure... This in, in infrastructure, basically. Yeah, but this I think, is how I think the country for me that was a good. Actually, stimuli. that probably would have been it. for me. That was a good stimuli. I reckon. Yeah, that probably. I, would I understood how it worked. Oh, that 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 kind of gave me the foundation for how everything worked, and I did my own research from there, like in first year uni. Yeah, I think legal and English probably. Yeah. In tandem. For me, mm. um, I learned a lot from all my classes. Yeah, like I'm not, like I all, the classes that I picked. Were amazing. I did in year twelve, like year twelve subjects. I did English, English language, drama, Australian history, global politics, and legal studies. But those are in year eleven. Yep. But for me, I think I definitely learnt the most and shaped my love for the things that I'm really interested in. Was Oz history, and it was the subject oh, yeah. that I did. I did the best in as well. Like I, I don't mean to flex, but I got a forty, mm-hmm. and I got like. Very very bad scores beyond there. Like uh, my other ones, I did very bad. No, I did I did not do well. Um, <laughs> it was just like mid twenties, mid twenties, mid twenties, forty. <laughs> I wonder which one you liked more. Yeah, a, yeah. Cu- a couple of thirties, a couple of thirties in there as well. Yeah. But um, 
Just fuck my shit. Yeah, shoot, it was dude. it was that that was the one for me where I was like, fuck. I really wish people knew a lot more about our history. And yeah. the thing is as well, like I bet there's a lot of people listening to this that's just like, but does it teach you anything about colonization? Yes, yes, it does. <laughs> it does. I think I learned more about some... talking with you yeah, after class. I remember doing like semester one. And I'm just like, these are some fucked facts yeah. about Victoria because we did Victoria. Like, oh yeah. So like it's like year one was like 1834 Victoria to 1890. Yeah. Very fucked. Not not a not awful. a good time to. Awful. Not a good time to not be white. Yeah. It was yeah. Fucking awful. I, it was. It was like. Like well, I remember going to class and I was like, oh, what are we in for today? And he was like, mm, yeah, look at this massacre yeah. in Benalla today. Yeah. And I was like, oh, sick. Um, that to me was my stimuli for really wanting to study more about Australia and Australian politics. For me. Yeah. It was Australian history. I always. I will say this though. I always. I always think I had a grasp of global affairs. Like, I've been reading Al Jazeera since I was in year 10. Yeah. Al Jazeera is a global, like, it's a global news network as well that focuses on, like... Based out of Qatar. Yeah, based out of Qatar. It's quite good unless you want to read anything that's anti-Qatar. Yeah, fair. <laughs> I really like it because they just shit on the Americans yeah, I know. so much. It's just, it's just they shit on them so much. Yeah, yeah. No, And, yeah, I, th- I think I, I really liked... Australian history so much I reckon I learnt a lot about I think I'm really confident because, oh, yeah. of, because of drama yeah drama's great yeah I really really enjoyed that so they say that all, <coughs> all journalism students are just failed drama students so yeah. that's what they say about all international mm. politics there you students. go beautiful yeah hi we are two stereotypes <laughs> um, gosh we should get onto some politics yeah I have a quote from a dearly beloved oh yes Penny yeah. Wong. Auntie Penny Penny Wong is, for those who don't know, is a senator for South Australia, the leader of the Labor Party in the Upper House, which is the Senate. And I want her to lead the party nationally, but it's not going to happen. She, do- she doesn't want to. I know she, she doesn't want to, but she vote. doesn't get to decide. Yeah, she does. She's in the Senate. I know. I know. I know. Um, She's just very good. This is her quote about the Greens. You say it's about accountability. You know what your business model is? The Greens come in here with motions that they know are controversial, where the majority yeah. of the motion is something Labor can support, they put one part in that that the Labor Party can't. We cannot debate it. We cannot amend it. And then you run a social media campaign against us on the basis of that one thing. That's your political business model. Well, we are tired of it. We are tired of being wedged for no political purpose other than the Greens' desire to run a wedge campaign on issues where, in large part, we might agree. They are not interested in social change. They are not interested in political change. They are just interested in a bit of wedge politics. I didn't come into Parliament just to play some wedge politics... The Labor Party doesn't come to Parliament just to play wedge politics. We come to try and change the nation. That's what we're here for. Penny Wong. Yeah, we like her. Yeah. What do you... This, to me, this is very... Bringing it back to my favourite person on planet Earth. This is very Keating-esque. Yes. This is very Keating-esque, where he's always talking about how he doesn't want to be in the party of protest. He wants to be in the party of government. That's to me what it is, and I think that's that is something to, that is something with the Greens, and like I think to be fair to them, it's a great business model, but fuck, is it dumb? Like no, like no offense, it's pretty dumb. You like like, it's so counterproductive, man. It's just so counterproductive all the time because it's it's just something that it it gives it gives more shit on the only party that is 
genuinely at least le- yeah. like kind of competitive with the Liberal Party. It's yeah. so counterproductive, and and there and and she's right. There are a lot of things that they agree on, but I I, I just I just don't like seeing Labor being shat on on all angles, man. They get it so much fucking harder than everyone else. Like you see, you notice why you never see shit about when you see shit about the Greens in the mainstream media. It's all about. Labour and the Greens. Labour and the Greens. It always has to be put with Labour, so it looks like... It makes older people think. Yeah. Well, not, not yeah. older people, not all older people, but it makes more of those um, Liberal Party voters think that, oh, those bloody Labour and the Greens. Like, they're the fucking same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're very obviously not. And it also makes these, like... And what they do when they don't talk about the Greens and when they shit on Labour is that it makes people say, oh, Labour's so shit. Vote the Greens. Because they have these agendas that they know are popular. They know are popular, and they aren't really that controversial agendas. Yeah. My, my, my issue with the Greens has always been from the CPRS, which was... Oh, uh, yeah. 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 So, it was sort of the first piece of carbon pricing legislation that came into Australia. I'm going to try and explain this as succinctly as possible. But basically, it was when Kevin Rudd was PM, and this was supposed to be big energy policy. It was going to get Australia really the ball rolling on reducing emissions. And what eventually got agreed to and what, what, what ended up being popped into the Senate and it didn't get through was something which wasn't really perfect. right? It wasn't watertight, it wasn't an, an entire solution, but it was a fantastic place to start at a point where really this is very early on if we're talking about environmental policy with climate change. And the reason it didn't get through because essentially the Greens threw a hissy fit and sided with the coalition... Because it's not enough. Because it's not enough. And, and oh. about 12 years later, since it was first, first proposed, we've still got nothing. We've still got nothing yeah. in legislation. It's Which is why I can't, I go, nah, I, I still, I can never get around that because it never got through because of this. It's the reason why yeah. Malcolm Turnbull originally lost the, op- the opposition leader gone in the Liberal Party because he supported it mm. and he ended up getting deposed by Abbott. I think that what disgusts me most about that is that the party that is exclusively made for climate reasons yeah. has basically crushed the first thing that we could have had that could have put the wheels in motion yeah. to say, this, yeah. is a, this is a start. But it's but what it's now eleven years later now and we have nothing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that 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 frustrates me a bit. Yeah, so bit, yeah, it, it it yeah. Again, I'm not going. I don't really want to pretend like I'm a authority on this and I'm being partisan because I'm not. Well, no, partisan we, we, Greens versus Labor. This is this is not a partisan. This is not a partisan. This is not a partisan. But when you think that you had a guy in Turnbull who would have. Who, as far as liberal leaders go, if he was in charge when we had a set, when an actual carbon pricing redu- reduction scheme legislated, I think our climate situation would be a hell of a lot better than it currently is. In fact, mm. if you actually like Pat, there's a Labor backbench uh, frontbencher called Pat Conroy, and he full on just says, "Yeah, we, our climate po- uh, emissions, our carbon emissions situation um, would be." He fully blames the Greens for it, as do many Labour politicians. He full-on just says, oh, it would be 200 metric tonnes lower than it currently is if the Greens had a support of it. So that, that's, that's a big... I just do want to explain that 
that's where it comes from. It's a political decision. I feel like some, a lot of their policy is quite good. I just feel the way they run their politics, I can't get around. I don't know if their politics are that good. I, I like good. some of their policies. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but like, I, their, pol- their policy, in theory, is, to me, fine. Yeah. But I don't think they live in the real world. No, I don't think I don't think they live in the real world. I think that a lot of what they're trying to ask for is just exclusively unachievable. I think, yeah. And for the context, if you're listening to this one and you didn't make it through up to the Joel Fitzgibbon bit in last week, mm. go, go and listen to that one because we sort of talk about why it's dangerous to make the, per- the perfect the enemy of the good, especially mm. with policy, and a bit different how po- like politics works to perfect policy. It's, it's, a, it's a good discussion. Go have a listen. But... We should move just quickly because we have we have done, gone through a fair chunk of time. Yes, so I'm going to go through a little bit of the week's sort of political news. Um, if you listened last week and heard us talk about Facebook, please disregard because um, <laughs> they're back, baby. They're back. Uh, the the lizard boys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the, Berg. yeah the, the Bergman. They sorted it out. They had a they they yeah. painted their nails. They braided each other's hair and yeah. they said, "Hey, let's sort this thing out." Yeah. So this is a really interesting situation where Facebook basically has big deals with big companies. So it's channel seven seven, 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 West, seven West News Corp News Corp Nine Fairfax. Yeah. And the big three that I mentioned last the podcast three. as well. Um, the concern here is that we're going to get these guys are going to have a lot. They're going to be able to employ a lot more journalists, which is a good thing for media. If you want to work in media, but the issue is, is that if you're a smaller competitor and if you're someone if like you're Michael Crikey West, or Michael West Alan Austin, or Australian Independent, the Australia Institute, that yep. is not a very good thing. And not a bad, good thing, and it's also that these big companies that have made deals with Facebook. News Corp, Fairfax, Seven West, they have access to the algorithm. Yeah. Meaning that they can now make a lot more they money. They control the news they now. Can, yeah, they literally control yeah. the news. Yeah. So, and they can put more people in charge of making the news and basically you end up getting not really a monopoly, uh, but I'm like a pretty, triathlon. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty bleak about it. It's okay. Um, as a person who is studying journalism, it may mean that I can... <laughs> Eat. Hey, you can get a job. Hey, um, but it, it's it's a bit scary. Um, yeah. There's a really really good article in this week's Saturday paper by Schwartz Media. Uh, again, if you're looking for a, a decent news source mm. that comes out every day, Schwartz Media is your go. Um, another one we found out that Scott Morrison is is truly the guy who who um, saw a uh, environmental disaster in 2019 and went. I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> because um, if you've been keeping up with the news, it's not been a great week in regards to there's been a the Brittany Higgins rape allegations and also a historical I can't believe rape there's claim. more. I can't even actually believe that there's more people on Instagram not like posting about it. I know. I'm, I'm actually really surprised. Yeah, yeah. Have a look at that. It's pretty scary. But yeah. there's there's been also been historical rape allegations made against a unnamed cabinet minister. Oh. We, who Morrison was questioned about today on the day of recording, it's a Monday, and said, oh, yeah, I've spoken to them. They deny them categorically. Can you please ask some questions about vaccinations? Five questions. Yeah. Well, five, five <laughs> guesses on who you think that particular MP is. One, oh, I don't two. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's... Um, and that is your opinion. That is my that opinion. Is that opinion. is not fact. Yeah, that, that is, is my opinion, opinion, but I... Well... Who's the there's these oh, rumours flying around, which Morrison said he has heard but hasn't acted upon. Why is everyone in the Liberal Party <coughs> just such an unexceptional man? I know. Such an unexceptional name. Yeah. Alan Touch. Alan Touch. What a fucking boring name. <laughs> oh. 
Yeah, it's not great. It's 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 not looking. It's it's a pretty scary place to be. Um, and considering how out of date and how archaic these politicians are, it's it's a little bit scary. It, it, it's really quite yeah. frightening. Um, but please, I reckon we won't be able to do all the, the great reporting that's been done around that justice or summarise it in such think, a succinct way. I, I don't think there'll be an end result. I think well, if there is, I reckon it'll be dragged out. Morrison said it's been referred to a police investigation, which isn't possible yeah, because the woman who's made the allegation yeah, is, is unfortunately uh, deceased. Yeah. So it's a bit scary, um, but that, that is a situation which is unfolding fairly rapidly at the moment. Um, the last one, I thought you'd find this interesting, is that um, there's going to be a royal commission into Crown Casinos, which is the biggest private employer in Victoria, Mr. Is it? Mr. Hikosaurus Rex. It is. I actually didn't know well, I think that. it's first, it might be second, but it is definitely top two. Bro, have you ever been there? 16,000. Have you ever been there? No. It fucking sucks. <laughs> it's the worst place. You I've heard it here first. Um, they are now not allowed to have a casino in New South Wales, which is a bit awkward because they've already built the joint. No, I thought that was bought by Star. I think Star, it's. I think they're, yeah. they're they're now having to sell it because they can't actually yeah. run and operate because they've been found to be doing money laundering, which mm. is a bit naughty. So there's a there's a whole thing to go on yeah. there. There'll no, be a royal commission. I remember I remember walking around South Bank at like three in the morning one time and yeah. just like coming out of Crown and I was just seeing all these like big buff guys getting into Ferraris and shit and I'm yeah. like, don't do this. I was by myself at the yeah. time. I felt very Keep unsafe. Walking. Yeah, <laughs> very unsafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, lots of lots of dodgy shit going on. Yeah, um, and Jay- I don't really know much about the Royal Commission though. No, what's, well, what's I, I've only I've only started reading about this recently, but basically there was this report delivered. Um, I forget the woman's name. The uh, I think she she's a judge. I forget her name. I'll, I'm going to quickly Google it. But basically, finding that there'd been extensive money laundering, and there'd been I think it was the they, they bring a bunch of people in from overseas do, and basically it's a great front to do some criminal business. Oh, wow. I, d- I don't okay. want to allege too much. But um, I'm just going to quickly get the name of the person. Yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I'm intrigued. I'm not sure. Really should have done this beforehand. Um, well, having an inquiry in Perth too. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot of... Um, a lot of the, the, like the, the higher-ups there are, are quitting, such as ex-AFL... Andrew Dimitri. Yep, XFL boss Andrew Dimitri, Ken, Ken Barton, and the lady now in charge used to be, I think, the chief of staff in John Howard's government. Whoa! Well, yeah. Really? So, yeah, so there's been a lot of a lot of nastiness going on with that, so that's another unfolding situation. Damn. Which, if you want to go to South Bank and, and, and get on Maggot, um, you may have to not be able to do it at Crown in about a year. So oh, get, get him in. Thank God. Go get him in. Um, and now we've hit the, the surprise... Surprise segment of the podcast, I believe. Oh, yeah. We have a, a new sound editor. Yeah, we're going to call him. He didn't answer my last yeah. call. We're going to call him. He has no idea we're calling. He has no idea we're recording. He's not going to answer. He's probably not going to answer, but he might. Mm? No, he's not going to answer. Just... Hi. Oh, ah. Patricia Bergen. Patricia Bergen. Justice Patricia Bergen. There's a fantastic article by Rick Morton, again, Schwartz Media. Link me that, please. Worth a read. And on the subject of... Schwartz Media. Schwartz Media. (laughs) On the subject of um, having a short amount of time in which 
to go to Crown, that's where we're going to on a completely unrelated note end. <laughs> The second episode, I've completely botched that. Yeah, well, thank you guys for listening to the 10 of you that listen. Thank you. Thank you. And the one man in South Africa. Yes. James is calling. James James is calling. calling. James, you're live. You're you're live. You're on the pod. Hello? You're on the the pod. Right now? Yeah, say something to the fans. Uh, you don't have any. Okay, thanks, man. I'll see you later. I'll call you back. (laughs) Thanks, guys. See you next week.